everything about this case is amazing. A rapper's cannabis company ended up being a Ponzi scheme on eCrime Bites nibble number 44. Now, this I'm going to explain this case and it might just sound like a traditional Ponzi scheme, but there's one big difference. One of the two gentlemen involved with this Ponzi scheme is a rapper and his name is Big Rig Baby. This is a picture of Big Rig Baby. Now you will note he is pulling his giant gold chain. And I'm saying this for the video listeners, the audio listeners, you can get to this through the links to my blog as well. But Big Rig Baby is standing there pulling his giant gold chain and it has a giant semi-rig sort of hanging off the bottom of it. And this is important because in the accusations from the SEC and the Ponzi scheme, they said they bought jewelry. And I thought to myself, huh, I wonder if this was purchased using money from the Ponzi scheme. So in this case, the Security and Exchange Commission alleged that in, in a civil complaint, which is a little bit different than criminal, but it's one way the government can sue a company. And the company in this case, is they're called Weedgenics, W-E-E-D-G-E-N-I-C-S. And it's supposed to be just, just a regular cannabis company. And they are promising investors, if you were to invest with them, that they would use the money and they would expand their existing operations in California and Nevada. And if you're from the United States, if you hear those two states, you think, okay, those are cannabis-friendly states. So all so far, everything that I'm explaining sounds pretty legit. So there's two individuals here, Ralph Hirschman and Patrick Williams. Now, the SEC claims that they had no real company, no product, and no business. Yet, despite this, they promised investors everything and delivered nothing. What I thought was interesting is they promised investors a 36% return on their investment. And they claimed it was because their operations were already existing and it was just being used to expand existing operations. And then they said once they're fully operational, they claim they would be generating tens of millions of dollars because of that. But instead, the SEC says this money that they got from investors, and I did the research, and they, the SEC says there was $60 million raised off of 350 investors. Apparently, this $60 million didn't go to any type of investment. It went through a bunch of transactions through companies and ended up into two gentlemen's pockets. There is Hirschman, who's 52 from Idaho. And we have Williams, who's 34 from Florida. Now, 16.7 million of this 60 million that they got was used to pay back the earlier investors because that's how a traditional Ponzi scheme works is you get some money from early investors, you blow that on dining and jewelry and cars. And then you go, oh shit, I need some more money. You get more investors. And then your earlier investors say, hey, what about my money? And you take some of the later investors and pay back the early investors so you can continue on with your scheme. That's how Ponzi schemes work. So when the investor money was received, like I said, the men would transfer it through a bunch of accounts to obscure where it came from. But then it went into their pockets and they bought jewelry, cars, and real estate, according to the SEC. And that's where I wonder this chain that he's showing on a lot of these pictures, if that was purchased with the Ponzi scheme money. 
Now, one last note that I thought was pretty interesting, and it says Hirschman took a lot of pain to obscure his identity from investors by using a fake name called Max Bergman. When I read that, I was like, oh my God, that sounds like straight out of a 70s porn video or something. <laughs> it was horrible. But anyways, in all communications, Max, he was Max Bergman talking to his investors. So that way it'd be more difficult to track him down if you didn't know his real name. The other individual, Williams, operated behind the scenes, but he's better known as a rapper as Big Rig Baby. And they say he used investor money to prop up his career as a rapper known as Big Rig Baby. And there you have it, E-Crime Bites nibble number 44. Like I said, this was incredible from beginning to end. If you enjoyed this real quick E-Crime Bites nibble, I will guarantee you'll like our full episodes because we take a case, and I say we in plural because I have a co-host named Seth. We take a case like this and we get deeper into it, about 30 minutes to 60 minutes, and we talk more about the criminal, more about the victims. We talk more in depth about how the crime happens, what they do to try to get away from law enforcement, what law enforcement does to catch them. And then if anything happens in court, if they go to court, if they get sentenced and so forth, we try to cover all that one succinct story for you. So you can get the idea of how an electronic crime happens and how it proceeds chronologically from A to Z. So again, if you enjoyed this e-crime bites nibble, you'll enjoy our fuller episodes, and I hope to see you over there on one of them soon. Alrighty, thanks. Bye. 